The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is smoking. Over the line! This. I'm sorry, Smokey. You were over the line. That's a problem. Is the cigar authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. In. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stein. I have a scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow, any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbells. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage today at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And that's right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And with us is not the son of Julio Oroa. It's not the brother of Christian Oroa. It is not a guy that's new cigars, new to cigars, or new to our audience. Gusto Oroa from JRE Cigars will not be joining us here on the Cigar Authority. Welcome, everybody. Friggin' Hurricanes. Hurricanes! You're listening to The Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top Ten Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog, on the cigarauthority.com. So he got on a plane. He flew out here. This is uh, Gusto Aroa, brother think, of. I think it's pronounced Husto. 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 Or at the very J- least, if you want to go, if you yeah. want to go completely I didn't Anglo say on it, yeah. you say Justo. But I, you can't change a J to a G. Gusto. I don't think in any language. Gusto. Although he's in Miami with a hurricane, so it might be Gusto. Ah, get the gasto. Where's the rim shot for that? <laughs> so, 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 what do you say? How do you say it? I, I would, I would think it's husto, husto, husto. Really? Yes. I've been calling him gusto for years. So right. been, I, I've, been, I've been calling him Aroa forever. Right. He's just laughing at you behind anyway, your back. Anyway, uh, like he said, he was going to do. Uh, earlier in the week, he got on a plane and he flew up to New England and he went to visit a bunch of stores because we were preparing for a couple of days of events at our shop, uh, highlighting to the Cigar Authority program right now. And during this whole thing is this talk about this terrible Hurricane, hurricane Irma. Hurricane Irma. So uh, I got a call from him two days ago saying, uh, you know, my, my wife and my family is down there and um, we're worried about the storm and I'm gonna I'm thinking of flying back and not coming to the show and I'm said so you're gonna fly back into the storm you're going to where the storm is so well, they're people evacuating do, everybody yeah yes. some people will do anything not to come on the live show <laughs> yeah it's really yeah, what right. it is That's it. they're gonna fly into the most horrific hurricane that the world has ever I seen bet, I bet the plane was empty of people flying to Miami two days ago. 
Uh, yeah. Probably a bunch. There of was a uh, manufacturer, uh, Jack Taranio. He was flying back to Miami, and there were like six people on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, "How about this? How about have your family on the other end get in a plane and come to New Hampshire?" Yeah. And I know New Hampshire isn't Miami Beach by any means, but right now, New Hampshire is better than Southern Florida, if you ask me. I, I agree. Concur. This is the first time I don't miss Miami. Right, right. <laughs> so uh, he said, you know, that might be a good idea. I'll let you know. And the next day he was on a plane heading back, so he's not with us. Hey, I understand. Listen, you got your family. Who knows what property you have to worry about? Hey, it's a better excuse than showing up an hour and ten minutes that's late. That's right. That's right. So we still haven't dropped that, huh? <laughs> no. no. That's going to stay with us forever. Just keep pouring the salt in the wounds, parents. So it would have it would have been uh, Husto or always uh, first time on the show, um, and uh, basically we have a an hour long interview with him here uh, in front of me. So I don't know what we're going to go to, but the first thing we should go to is a cigar. So so do you understand who uh, Husto Aroa is? Is there was this brand Camacho? And that was Christian Aroa and his father, Julio, that uh, Christian was the president. Julio, his father, worked the farm. And Julio had been in the business for years and years. Christian gets in and actually starts the marketing and things. They bring Camacho to another level. Camacho gets really popular. They start bringing people into the cigar factories. And when they did that, you would actually have to go down there, tour the cigar factory, learn about it. And at the end of it, you would have a cigar. And it was your diploma for actually going through this whole process. And it was the Camacho Diploma. At that point, you were allowed to carry that cigar in your store. So you could buy it. You didn't get it for yeah, free. That's right. You could buy you, it. You got a single cigar for free, but you could actually buy them now for your store. And the cigar we're going to smoke is actually the same size and everything. And when, <coughs> when he came up to present this cigar to me, as soon as I lit it up, it brought me back to the day, the first time in the factory when I smoked that original. No kidding. Camacho Corojo. This is what it was. It couldn't be any closer than it is. Uh, and all Corojo. Corojo. So tell us about it, Barry. Well, this is a true classic cigar that channels the past when the Aroa family is making cigars under a name, as you alluded to. This cigar is pure, authentic Corojo, grown in the Aroa tobacco farm in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. These cigars are medium strength and represent the golden era of cigars in Cuba from 1947 to 1961 with its traditional sizes and it's also available in a 65 by 60 Gordo for the more contemporary smoker. The name translates to Aladdin and this is the cigar that you would wish for had you a magic lamp. It ranges in price from $5 to $12 and today we're smoking the $10 5x50 Robusto. Now, and the, and the, you haven't mentioned the name of the brand yet. Aladino. Aladino. And it stands for Aladdin? Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. I did the whole Google yeah. Translate All thing. All right. I want you guys to take a whiff of the foot. And before you do, I want you to think of slightly dirty feet. Go. I don't want to smell it now. I don't have a what foot fetish like, like you a, do. A fumage, a cheese? Like a Honduran che- tobacco has that just slightly dirty foot Smell to it. I smell the barn. Yep, that's what I smell. Uh, you got to get past that. Part. So we're going to give this to Jonathan, but we're going to give this to Dave. And I'm going to give this to you. There we go. And if you were catching the show on video. On I, was, I was this way, so they couldn't yeah. really see it. Ah, so camera number two didn't pick you up on there. No, he's not that fast. He mm. was bumping around. I saw him. Um, 
two different ways to smell the cigar. One is the body of the cigar, right? Which I usually don't get a lot from. Honey. For, for some odd reason. Yeah, sweet. Boy, I love what the cigar smells like. This is old tobacco, man. This is the old tobacco taste. This brings me back, you know. This, this is Cuban tobacco in its heyday. When Cuban tobacco was flavorful, there was a lot to it. Uh, they take that seed. Um, there was lots of problem with Corojo seed that... Um, blue mold. Blue mold, and, and it yields so little, and a, a, a dwarf type of plant, and it's really not worth it for an agricultural profit-making type thing. But when you make a cigar out of it, 100% authentic mm. Corojo, wow, nothing tastes like this. Yeah, special. So, wow, we can use the lighter and the cutter on this thing. We can. you got to do your uh, cutting commercial before should, I do should, my should lighter I, commercial. Should I be using this cutter? Or? You can. I'm going to try it. There's a technique to this cutter, and that's not it. Oh, really? This cutter is meant to be used at a right angle because ah. you got a tray... To catch all the yeah. schmuckus that falls out of the, all right. the cigar. So you, you're going to have to be right-handed on this, I think. Jeez. This might not work for me. This might not work for they me. They should come out with a left-handed version. I'm kidding. You can use it in either hand. Yeah. You just flip the lighter around. <laughs> sure. So what are you saying? Hold it up at a 45-degree angle? You go here. You put the cigar in here so that all the stuff falls in the tray. Oh, so I have to actually... You know what? I'm just going to do my commercial first because you're dragging your feet over there. <laughs> this is the Lotus Duke. It retails for $69.99. It does feature an onboard flip-out straight cutter that will go all the way to a 64 ring gauge. you got an easy adjustment at the bottom. Three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Even though this is a Lotus product, they have the Vertigo big-ass tank. They, they allow that technology into all their products. So what, what is the uh, – what are you doing? And then the tray catches all the stuff. I get you. And then you wipe it off. How was it? It's great. Yeah? It was great. All right. It's time to cut our cigar. The official <coughs> cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence. The one thing I'll say about the Lotus Duke is the cutter sound effect is not as strong as a regular. It's kind of weak. It's like a samurai sword type of. It's very subtle. Yeah, you, you want that big. Um, all right, so me. I want to. So this this is a straight cutter. Straight cutter. It it looks like a very thin, sharp, sharp blade. And the only thing is, it, it's hard to, for me to figure out where I'm supposed to cut it. There you go. All right. Work good. And like you said, it's all in the, in the little uh, ashtray that's here. So the cold drawer of this cigar, Cracker Jacks. <laughs> Awful quick on the sound effects, buddy. Yes. You didn't even give us a chance to uh, d agree or disagree. doesn't matter. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> I went deep. I can see what he says. <laughs> It's not the first time we've gone deep. Yeah. It's a little apple <laughs> cinnamon quality. <laughs> Two of you are so childish. <sighs> so uh, what's this Lotus go for? $69.99. The Lotus Duke. Hell of a lot of lighter. Well, lighter cutter combination. I, I don't like the bullet cut. You know, I want a straight cut. I want to open it up so I can get plenty of flavor. So this would be a go-to for me to be able to have a... Straight cutter, 
one piece. And it folds completely flat, so it fits right in your pocket. You got both lighter and cutter. It's good. It's very good. The Lotus Duke. Ask for it by name. The Duke of Lotus. This would be the Duke of Lotus. Duke, 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 Duke of Lotus. Duke it was terrible. Yeah. Aladino. So you, big A in the front of it. Julio Which, R. Aroa in yellow in the bottom base of it. How come you know how to pronounce Julio? You don't say Gulio, but you <laughs> default to Justo. Gusto. Gusto, I'm sorry. You default to Gusto, but you say Julio correctly. Because I know him. I know him. But it's he the same name. He used to hang out in the schoolyard with him. Right. Yeah. There was a song about him. Yeah, me and Julio. I can't, Julio. I can't take you without your mustache. I can, just cannot handle it. I like him it. better. I don't. No? No, he looks like he looks like a see, child see, and that, now it's all the more reason to keep it. <laughs> that childish grin that he gets used to be hit a little bit by the mustache. Now I just want to slap yeah. him. I felt like that character from Futurama with the with the dangly stuff over yeah, his lips. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. What happened? You just accidentally shaved it no, a little it too was far on one side? It was getting too bushy. You know, you can just trim it. They make trimmers yeah, for that. I didn't want to do it. I shave it twice a year, start over. This was one of those times. Usually in the spring. Are we going no shave November this year? Are we doing that as a show to bring awareness uh, to I, our testicles? You know, I, I, I don't remember if you put it on Facebook, but Dave grew a, a handlebar mustache, and I was like, Dad, yeah. it, it looked like could have been my father. Yeah. I felt like that moment Luke found out Darth Vader was his father. Yeah, I did the Mr. Jonathan, then I shaved that, and I went into the Barry Stein. And I think when you did mine, your wife was like, oh, hell no, shave that. Yeah, <laughs> all the way through, it was like, I didn't like it. I don't like facial hair on me. It's okay on other people. I don't, I don't want it on me. So you're out on no shave November. I think so. There's no need of it. All I, right, I went so all no the one, way. No I did last year. No one's going to know about your junk. They, they might know about Barry's and mine. Yeah. What do you think of this, really? Seriously. So if, for me, if you look at the band and you got rid of the yellow part, it looks like the old Camacho band, except instead of being a matte finish, it has that glossy finish. Yeah, it's a simple old school. But it, it has that 1961, which I believe Camacho had 1961 on it. 1947. Well, on the right-hand side, it's yeah. 1961. The, the A reminds me of the C with the, with the word yeah. Aladino over it. It used to say Camacho over it. It's a throwback. You are it is quite that. possibly the biggest conspiracy theorist I've ever met in my entire life. Well, if you put it next to it, it's close to where I it is. I don't take know. Take the yellow pot away from it. Yeah, take, take half of the band off. <laughs> let's start there. We'll take half the band off, and now let's build our conspiracy theory that they're trying to look like uh, a product that was on the market 15 years ago. I wonder they if they can come I, out with the 1118. Did, did Christian retain the rights to the 1118 when he sold Camacho? They came out, Camacho <laughs> came out with an 1118 size after the sale. Right, but can Christian use the 1118 size because you know it was synonymous with Do you know what 1118 is? No. Julio's wife's birthday. Oh. So it would be Which interesting. Christian's mother. It would be interesting now to see if Aladino could come out with 1118. What's so funny? I, I just get a kick out of the two of you. You're just constantly looking for dots to connect. You're, you're, it's, that's what you're it is. Throwing, you're throwing so fuel can, on the can, fire. Can he use 11? Can he use it? You're almost encouraging him to do it. Do it. Come out with it. It's your wife's birthday. Of course you can do it. So you're starting World War Three over here, and you're concerned mm -hmm. that this is uh, some sort of hidden code, that yeah. this really is the old Camacho. Yeah, and like, you're saying it tastes like it. It tastes exactly like it. 
This tastes like Camacho Diploma. The first time I ever mm-hmm. smoked it. Every time I smoke it. I agree. Mark it down that I'm the voice of reason on this show. I don't you think you were smoking when the original right. Camacho. You weren't even I got 20 years smoking cigars, boys. I bought my first cigar from you. Yeah. So I don't think Camacho was on the market when I bought my first cigar. Yes, they were. Yeah. Camacho in 1996? on the market. 1996. The year I turned 18. Maybe 96-97. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah, it was totally on the market. If you guys they listen, used to sell it in my store. If you guys listen to the Ashholes podcast, I believe Christian Aroa said 1997, which would be the year be. after I started smoking. But that's when it went on the market. But Two Guys Smoke Shop carried it one year, one full year before it went on the market. But I actually didn't get the diploma until after I went to go to see the factory, and then I got the diploma. So and what, I go, I'm not going to get the diploma. I'm not going to get it. I, I help create this thing with you. He said, nope, you got to come down and actually uh, see the factory. And then we write our name on the wall. I wonder what happened to that wall. Everybody wrote their name on the wall, and you see everything, and then they allow you to get the diploma. Imagine if that is the... We got Edgar shaking his head over here because he was there. He was there. He was knee-deep in rice patties. <sighs> Anything? Was, no. 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 Okay. <laughs> Apocalypse now? No. It was uh, it, back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, it came out pre-1984 when yeah. you stopped watching <laughs> movies. Well, this cigar very, is so good. It's very good. It's and great. It, when, you, when you have, um, you're not a, a pork guy, but I'm sure that you can appreciate bacon cooking. And yeah. it has a smoky component to it, but it also, bacon, when you eat it, you've eaten bacon before. It has a sweet taste to it. So uh, you combine that sweetness. I'd say it's very salty. Brown sugary bacon. and smoky component, and you've got yourself bacon. Barry, hit the button. I got the brown sugar. I can see where you're going. Wrote a song about I, it. I think, I think this would be brown great sugar. with the bacon jerky. Been scared of the bacon jerky. Oh, it's so good. It's a little super looking. No, I didn't try that one. No. I don't dig on swine. I won't not eat something if it has bacon in it. Kind of. You used to dig on swine. I, I did, tur- but I, I just. I turned you off you, to it. I think it was your mom, actually. Yeah. She horrified me. She had me watch some documentary. Well, she was big into it, and then, you know, I've never been into it. She saw the documentary. And then, and then she saw something. Horrible. And she said, okay, I'm off it. Horrible. I said, Ma, you can't, 57 years, I turned you around. You can't cook the filth out of that animal. Yeah. Bad. Bad. I can't believe that the FDA allows wait, wait, pork on the market wait, with wait, the conditions. Way to push some bacon jerky that we're trying to sell here, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, the beef is better. Way to push And Jonathan's it. all about the beef, so. Yeah. Where's the beef? Whatever <laughs> happened to Clara? Clara Pella? She's got to be dead by now. Oh, yeah. She was on, on the last legs at, at the time. So uh, we had a mailbag that had come in. Uh, com- Incoming! There's a letter in your mailbox. Ah. Nice. <laughs> huh? You misread the buttons. No. That's it, what happened. I figured you got so tired of this we one that, uh, you know, I would change it up. We just got a letter. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And this is Walter replying. Hello, Mr. Jonathan. Thank you for reading my letter. Okay, your cameras do look better now, but I have two suggestions still. David Garofalo's jacket clashes awful with your clashes. blue background. You can almost not see him. 
Really? <coughs> Good. Makes me look thin. Do I just like disappear in here? It's just a stick with a head. Uh, you almost can't see me. I would say you should either get a different color jacket or a different color background. The other thing that... I got a new jacket coming this week. Nice. The other thing would From be... a cigar celebrity that's presenting me with something. Nice. You know, I'm in the middle right. of reading this. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You have anything else you'd like to say? I struggle with the reading to begin with. Well, now I've got to find my I spot thank again. I all the little people. <laughs> I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. Besides that, I have nothing to say. Go ahead. Matilda. All right. The other thing would be that I don't know if you can do it. But while the cameras seem to be clearer, you're so far away, it's hard to see your faces. Why would you want to see our faces? Can't you zoom in sometimes when you're talking Can and then zoom, zoom out every now and then? You're my, those are my biggest complaints. Now, go ahead. I dare you to read this one. Keep the smoky end out of your mouth, Walter. All right, there's me. Far away over here. Barry's real close. Is, is that what's on there? Yes, it is. Okay, because we got a, a screen that we can see over here. Now, you can zoom in there. I, I could. Try it. It's Try a lot, it. It's a lot of work to do that. Well, let's not, let's not make you, uh, we're not asking you to dig a don't, ditch. Don't right-click on anything. You out of your mind? <laughs> Just grab the corners. It's a lot of work. <laughs> not asking you to uh, do something major. All right, this is, uh, let's go. Ah, there we go. Can they see what's happening not right yet. now? No, no, not yet. Now hit transition, and we're bigger. Not much, but jeez. Mm. That was a lot of work. All right, we're going to try to keep that away from him. Anyway, perfect burn. Burn is great. Great taste. Aladino. You want old school, the old school flavor of Honduran tobacco. He, he got it. Or Cuban tobacco, I would go as far as to say. Typically, I have found that when somebody says something has Corojo in it, that it is a peppery presence as a single ingredient mixed with other tobaccos. You mix Corojo with itself, and the peppers seem to negate each other, and you're left with that sweet versus salty component that we're, we're You know what, he, what he's saying in here, too? If you, if you read through all their paperwork, it says, it says authentic Corojo, authentic Corojo, because there's people supposedly using Corojo that you use in the word because it was the cool thing, and it yields low, and it's an expensive product. So, therefore, maybe they can say that their product is, is of the value of what it is using Corojo. There's a unique taste to this. You know when you're smoking the, the other thing. You know what I'm talking about. It's not Corojo. It doesn't, it's not there. And it's peppery. And I so, think true Corojo has this, an underlying sweetness to it. So, maybe that's what, I, that's what I've been tasting this whole time is fake Corojo. Yeah. That's peppery. Because there's no pepper component no, to this. That nice, sweet, smooth, savory enjoyment. Wow, what a, what a taste this has. So I'm going to tell you, this was after the IPCPR, was it not? Was, was it before the IPCPR? I'm not sure what we're getting at. When we, when we took this before on? Before IPCPR. Way before. Okay. Way before. So he came up to see us, and we're like, okay, we have everything down and stuff. We can't take we're anything right now. We're not taking right anything now. on. No way, no, no way. how. We're ain't happening. Gonna, yep, this is it. And, and went and sat with him and said, listen, it's not the time. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but it's not the time right now. We have to get through this. This is what we have to do. So we'll save it for another day or whatever. I'm not going to forget you, and I'm not one of those bullshit guys. I'm telling you, it's just not right, the right time. That's okay. 
Edgar Spana, because he was sitting right there. So he said, well, just have one of these. So I have one. Ed, who's the buyer, has one. We lit the cigar. I'm telling you, not two minutes went by. We turn our heads to each other, and it's like, wow. Yeah, one of you came running into the back room. you got to try this. you got to try this. And that was it. I lit it up. I was like old Camacho. So there's let, let the cigar actually do its work. Mm-hmm. So, Edgar, you, you got a pretty easy job. You go into the store. You don't sell the guy anything. You say, here, just smoke it. Just smoke it. Let the, let the cigar well, do all the selling. The flip side is I have the least amount of cases of the three stores here in Salem. So I'm in we Salem. We had no spot for it. There's no There's doubt no about spot. it. So Dave and I had talked. He's going in to meet with a manufacturer. I right. didn't know who it was. He just said, I'm going to meet. I got a meeting. Yep. I said, okay, don't buy anything. Like yep. I say to him every time he yep. has a meeting, do yep. not yep. buy anything. Yep. You even called up Ed. Don't let him buy anything. Yeah, so place home for. he comes in the next day, and he hands me a cigar. I go, you didn't buy it. And he goes, just light it up. And I take the cigar, and I cut it. And I'm like, I can't believe you're so weak. You bought it. Where am I going to put it? I got no place. And I'm toasting it up. He goes, will you just light it? And I'm like, I'm lighting it. You're just so weak. I'm disappointed in you. You're not doing any more meetings from now on. He's my boss. I'm telling him. You're not doing any more meetings. Put it in my mouth. One puff. This is amazing. When does it come in? (laughs) Change that quickly. It'll be here in a week. Okay. You did good, kid. You did good. Even though we're smoking the Robusto, I reviewed the Toro and the Cigar Authority. It gave it like a 97. Yeah. Just phenomenal. The stuff. argument that happens in this brand is which size is the better one. Now, what's the little one called? Desante. Desante. Which is phenomenal. Flavor. It's pack. my favorite size, but it's small. Yeah. So, it's a quick smoke. Yeah. I, in 20, the winter, minutes. In the winter, I'll be smoking yeah. that a little bit more often. But instant pack of strength and flavor and, you know, I don't know, aromatic? Yeah, definitely a nice aromatic yeah. quality about it. Really unbelievable. Good burn. Everything's right about it. I'm telling you, he's not here. I would be saying it if he was standing here, but it's better that he's not uh, because... Well, well, I think it's even better that you're saying it with him back here because usually you're angry when people don't show up, Mm. but you're still giving the accolades. You know what? I think it's better that he's not here. Now we have a hat trick. We've all said it. (laughs) No, but I mean, it seems more legitimate that we're saying if he's here, how do you not, how do you say, I don't like it, but I've done it. I think it seems more legitimate. What do you think, Barry? just too full-bodied, it's too, too packs too much of a punch. But no comment. What's your question? It's, I, th- I think it seems more legitimate. I thought we were playing the repeater game. I'm sorry. Okay. We were all just I repeating everything. That's why I chose to stay out Everybody of it. Everybody was. No, it seems more legitimate mm-hmm. because it's very hard to say I don't care for the cigar. Yeah, the cigar sucks and the guy's sitting right there. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. I've done it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks and we're not taking it. But we got it. This is uh, Aladino. They make an Aladino. Nine inches by 48. We don't even carry it. The patent. Did you see that? I saw that. I want to try it. Nine inches by 48. Because well, you can start it, and you can also start the patent process. And by the time you're done the cigar, you now have a patent yeah. on your product. It smokes have for that long. That? Patent. Patent. No? Yeah. It's you mean general box. patent? General patent. Nine inches by 48. Is that the size patent. he smoked? Or preferred. I don't know. Interesting 48, too. 48 is the Churchill size. Yes. Not anymore, but right. that's really what it it's was. It's kind of like saying patent's more important than Churchill was. Or two inches longer. Two inches. Yeah. Extra two inches. Anyway, I think really good. I think it's good. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we prepare for the biggest sit-down in a cigar dinner. Uh, it's called Two Guys Smoke Shop's Anniversary Party, and this year is its 32nd. Who will be there 
with this uh, storm surge mm -hmm. that's going on. It's going to be interesting uh, who's going to show up, who isn't, what's going to happen. Um, and we're going to have uh, lots of news on that um, when we return. We're live in Studio 21. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Garco or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. 
Padrón Cigars. They give you the cigar smoker. The confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars. Handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. From Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstage, live at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And we are just days away from New Hampshire getting flooded. No, not with rain, but with cigar celebrities. It happens almost every year, and we're going to tell you why. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Barry, that's interesting to watch because I'm learning how to produce the show. Actually watching. Yeah. you got a big screen there. I don't like that. Losing your job as we speak. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty cool. You got to come up. So we are probably, we're probably a week away from officially really opening Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, meaning charging for coffee and um, promoting it and letting people know, know it goes. Our entire audience is wired from all the free coffee because right. they're trying one of everything. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when we start charging for it, the amount that we go through <laughs> now compared to what we go through because everybody's oh yeah, like cracked up here. Um, so this Wednesday is Two Guys Smoke Shop's 32nd anniversary. And this is something I've been doing since, I believe, the 7th anniversary. Um, we did a comedian. Then the 8th anniversary, we had Red Auerbach. And then we built up from there and different um, people, cigar people, to come up and, sure. and run a big event. So this year, the 32nd anniversary uh, Dinner is a sold-out event. It is usually uh, the first Saturday in May. We put the tickets on sale. The first Saturday in May, the, t- the tickets sell out. And um, we sell them at all three of our shops, Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. And um, the idea is to get all our customers together and just say thank you. And we made, made it to another year, 32 years, or whatever milestone we're celebrating is, is really tough for a, a um, you know somebody to a, a brick and mortar store think about the stores in your neighborhood the stores you go to the ones that have been around for 32 years there's not, not a many. lot of it and you know without the customer obviously it wouldn't happen and we asked the manufacturers to uh, show up and to uh, right. um, actually to help fund 
fund it because um, the idea of it is to be a win-win operation for everybody. I want to thank the manufacturers and they want to thank me by participating because we buy a lot of cigars and uh, you, know, you want to keep uh, that going. Uh, we want to say thank you to our customers and have them continue to, to come to us. So um, tickets are $200 to go to the cigar dinner. And this is not a trick-or-treat type of thing where you go around and you get cigars and you stand around. This is actually sit-down dinner, five-course dinner uh, at a very, very nice place, like a wedding facility. It is a wedding facility. Uh, the Burroughs and Haverhill was where we have it. The past, I would say, maybe 10 years or so yeah. that we've been doing it there. And we, we stay until they say stop stop coming but uh, we put as much as 500 people in there knife and fork food and we try to actually create an environment or an event that is an event it's not just go for dinner here's your cigars and that's it so we figured out a way of uh, giving away a big prize and unlike a raffle where you just reach into the raffle ticket and number one two three four you're the winner and the guy comes up we actually try to turn it into a game a game show and we've done it as um, years, uh, a few years in a row of almost like, uh, what was that show? They opened up the briefcase. Deal, deal or no, no deal. 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 Uh, we did it like let's make a deal. We've done it like uh, elimination. We've done it all these different things. And this year, and I'm not going to spoil it yet because um, it's not to You're afraid Wednesday. someone's going to rip it off? No. Between now and then? No. No, but I don't want to ruin it for the people that I are going to show up. And you, you'll see why next week when I tell you what happened. But the prize we're going to give away is a custom-built man castle, we call it. It's a man cave, but it's a giant... It's so much more than a man cave. Yeah. A man cave is dark and dingy. This is well-lit. Yeah. It's massive. So this is a shed. So uh, this company builds these sheds fully furnished, insulated, ready for year-round use, equipped with a bar, a humidor, electric wiring throughout, four outlet plugs, ceiling fans, lighting inside and out, big screen TV. This is where you're going to hang out with your buddies. You're going to smoke cigars, and you can do it year-round. You don't have to worry about, there's no place. I'm going to go in my garage. I'm going to stand outside or whatever. You're going to have year-round cigar smoking at that point. And here in New England, we only have half a year-round um, cigar smoking because we have, I would say at this supposedly global warming type of thing it's it's been colder yeah it than gets ever. colder earlier yeah so uh that's going to be the prize of it in the past we've given away holly davidson motorcycles one year we gave uh the hummer h2 during uh the gas crisis when gas yeah. was really high we bought this big uh, uh hummer that was terrible on gas you know you see where we're going here the opposite of what you'd expect um a rolls royce one year on our 25th anniversary and not just a Rolls-Royce. The Rolls-Royce was called the Silver Spur. This was the Rolls-Royce. Yes. And Silver being the 25th anniversary of uh, our anniversary. And in the trunk, we put 250 silver bars, minted silver bars with the Two Guys Smoke Shop logo on one side. And on the back side was all the cigar manufacturers' logos that took place. And there were 25 of them uh, that year. Um, we did a uh, Cadillac, 1932 Cadillac. We 36. Did a, 36. Cadillac Fleetwood. Virgin in every way. There we go. Still played 30s tunes on the radio <laughs> once it warmed up. Yeah, it was messed up. You put the radio on and it was just playing old songs. Um, a uh, Mercedes-Benz. We did elaborate trips. We did the DeLorean one year, Back to the Future, uh, and even a tanker truck of gasoline uh, during the uh, 
when gas was really high, yeah. uh, 10,000 gallons of gas. So each year it's different. Believe it or not, next year is already made, and we'll tell you about that next year. We already have the prize for next year. We have the date. We have everything. Next week we'll tell you about this week's, and we'll actually spill the beans on what next week. But uh, this year coming, uh, we have Perdomo, Davidoff, Diamond Crown, Hammer and Sickle, Padron, La Fleur Dominicana, Recluse, Aroa, Aging Room, Sober Mesa, Sereno, and Atabay. Now, I mention all those brands because when the people come in, they're going to get their gift bag, which is going to be one of every one of those cigars. So you heard the names of the cigars. I mean, no cheap those, dates there. Yeah. And let me tell you, when you're going to get a Padron, you're not going to get a Padron 2000. You're going to get a Padron Anniversario, and you're going to get a Davidoff High, and you're getting an Atabay. You're getting everybody's top end of what it is because the people from the cigar company are actually showing off. So, well, they're gonna, the face of the company is going right, to be there. Right. And here it is when you walk through the door. Basically, here is all your money back just walking through the door. Now it's going to be a five-course dinner, and it's going to be a game show that's going to go on. And there is actually 26 prizes. But the main prize, the, the top, top prize, becomes the man castle, as we call it. Uh, doors are going to open at 6 o'clock. This is September 13th. Uh, if you watch Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff, you'll see a lot of chatter on it because basically there's 500 people in there uh, showing off. And here's a picture of me and George Padron and here's Nick Perdomo yeah. with his, you know, whatever's going on. Um, and uh, it's a meet and greet. And, the, you know, it, there's not all that many people that the, the, you don't, can't walk right over to the manufacturer and talk with them. Uh, actually, the manufacturer is sitting at a table of 10 himself. So there's nine other spots there. So when you go in, you say, oh, I think I want to sit with this guy or I want to sit with that guy. And you have that opportunity till his, his table fills up. So uh, that's part of it, too. So Nick Perdomo with his wife, Janine, will be there. Eric Newman will be there for J.C. Newman. Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle. Nelson Alfonso with his son, Nelson Alfonso, will be there. Scott, we call them Nelson Squared. That we do. Scott Weeks uh, for Recluse Cigars. Uh, Christian Aroa for CLE, uh, George Padron or Jorge Padron, huh? It's not Gorge. It's not Gorge. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just Jorge checking. Padron. Just checking. Tony Gomez from La Flor Dominicana, um, Rafael Nodell from Aging Room, Tony Serino uh, with the son Carson from Serino Cigars, and Steve Saka with Sober Mesa. Uh, they are all scheduled to go. Uh, Steve Soccer, I know, is right here in New Hampshire. Yeah. I don't think we're going to have a problem with the air. Nick Perdomo was already in New England, from what I understand, so we're okay with him. But we got to worry about a lot of these guys because they live in the Miami area. What's going to happen? The good thing is the storm hasn't turned north yet. And uh, me and Dave are both in belief that it's going to go far enough west into the Gulf where it shouldn't affect yeah, it. Yeah, because I wanted to be a meteorologist when I when I grew up, so. But then you got, then it you got, is. Then you got what, was it Jose behind him? Because, you know, behind every big-ass woman is a Latin guy chasing her. There we go. Horrible. <laughs> no? What a horrible thing to say. <laughs> it's just wrong. Do you, sit it's there, do you sit there quietly trying to come up with the wrongest thing you can possibly yeah. say? Yes. <laughs> I got rid of the mustache, so there's no filter now. <laughs> so tickets went on sale, as I say, in, in May. They were gone in May, and that's it. And it, they just hang on to these tickets. And, you know, now where it's this Wednesday, we, we uh, 
fielding lots and lots of phone calls with people saying, how do I get a ticket? How do I get a ticket? And you buy a ticket in May. That's it. So it's the first Saturday in May that the tickets go on sale. They sell out the first Saturday in May. And then it's the person wanting the ticket. You know, so you, at that point, are there people out there selling tickets? I don't know. On the black market? Yes. I don't know if they are. I, but um, I'll tell you. It's worth way more than $200. Oh, amen to that. It, it's, it's a great event, and uh, we're going to continue to do it until uh, some, somebody ends up stopping us from doing it. But uh, looking forward to it. Next week we'll tell you uh, who won and uh, how it went, which is going to be – this is something we're doing this time. And, Barry, was it you that came up, or we were messing around one day? And With this year? This year. I refuse to answer that until we see how it goes. <laughs> But it was something. It was, it was your idea if it was a success. If it's oh. a failure, it's my idea. All right. So <laughs> it, it was you that I was sitting sitting with. Yes. And um, I spit it out half as a joke. And yeah. You're like, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. So this is really going to be different. That backfired on I, you. Yeah. I, I, oh, this idea is the wrongest thing I can think of. <laughs> and he went with it. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it reminds me of Barry's wedding. And I said to him, He's saying, I'm going to get married, and blah, 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 blah. And I said, oh, that's a Saturday. We're going to actually have to do the show from the wedding. And he goes, that wouldn't be a bad idea. And the next thing I know, he's on the cell phone, and I'm talking to his fiance at the time. And I said, no, I was joking around. <laughs> Take and the day off, went with it, please. Right? <laughs> he went with it, so. She was all for it more than I was. Wow. So uh, same type of deal. This, hmm. is a, this is a crazy idea. People are either going to say that was the worst thing ever or, boy, you had a lot of nerve to pull that off, but you pulled it off. Even the guy that's coming, I told him the story. He says, wow. I go, so what do you think? He says, he says I think we can pull it off, but we might not be able to pull it off. He's not saying that, but he didn't say it like, oh, don't worry about it. We got this. He says, Where's he coming from? He's coming from New York. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And uh, he's all set. He is coming in early, early that day. Uh, his flight is early that morning. So he should be, uh, be there in plenty of time. Even if he wasn't, he could, he could drive if he had to. Yeah, six hours. Yeah. But I have to worry about some of these cigar liberties. Uh, are they going to show? Are they not going to show? So we'll see how that uh, ends up playing off. Okay, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle. I don't know if I did this before. I got a little line on here. Mick Jagger versus Steve. Yeah, you did that last yeah. week. I did that few last week. A few yeah. weeks ago, yeah. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, last week was Neil Pert. Okay. So we're going to go with David Letterman versus Jay Leno All right. in a roast on Johnny Carson. So they're both going to roast Johnny Carson, and who has... Who's, who's going to do the best? So both of them could do it. Uh, Johnny isn't around anymore, so he wouldn't be there to poke fun at them or whatever, but there's a roast for Johnny Carson. we got David Letterman, and we have Jay Leno. Uh, who? Uh, do they get a teleprompter? Because Jay Leno is a better teleprompter joke teller, but... Is that what they do? David Letterman is better off the cuff. So I'm going to assume it's have a roast. It's have, off the cuff. Have you seen what David Letterman looks like lately? He looks like a lumberjack. Yeah. yeah he's got that big beard. Yeah. He, I like it better. 
Yeah, no, he looks like he gave up on the world or something. It's really messed up. He's got a new Netflix series coming out. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going David Letterman. As am I for the same reason. I also think he's more intellectual, um, so there would be some more digs. Jay Leno was a real stand-up comedian. So was, so was uh, David Letterman. David Letterman. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they both they ran the circuit together. Yeah, when Letterman came on, his whole thing was to be a little bit more controversial than Carson. So, therefore, I would think he'd be a better roaster because he's used to being more controversial. Yeah, it's David Letterman. Yeah. All day. I, I, I want to agree with you only for the thing of... Jay uh, Leno was never even funny when he was a comedian. I don't even know how he existed. Yeah. He was a Boston guy, you know, lived up in this area. I think I went to a Jay Leno um, comedy thing before, way back. I think I seen him live, and I think he was funny. So I think he was a, a decent stand-up comedian. He may have been better than everybody then, but, but it's in, not very in, good now. In David Letterman's heyday, I think he was fantastic. Oh, he, was, yeah. he was better. But you're talking about now. You got them. This is not in their prime. This is now. Still, still David. Still Letterman. David Letterman. They David both Letterman. were on Letterman. comedians in cars getting coffee. I like the da- the uh, David Letterman one better than the Jay Leno one. All right, so uh, I gotta agree with you only because uh, I don't know. Both of you said it, and I would lose anyway, right? So we'll go with that. We'll go with that. So what will next year's prize be? What is the event? When do tickets go on sale? Tickets will go on sale on the first Saturday in, in May. May. Um, but I'm gonna hold off on what the prize is gonna be till next week. All right. Because I want the people that are at the event to actually hear it first or see it first. But it's going to be something very different. If you think this year it's going to be smoky at the event, wait till you see what next year is going to be. It's going to be crazy. Well played, sir. There we go. So right now let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum cigars. This week, we found out that five nurses from the Denver Health Medical Center have something in common with our own Mr. Jonathan. Oh, God. The admiration of another man's junk. Ah. These five nurses, however, received a (sighs) stiff punishment in the form of a suspension because the glorious morning they decided to sneak a peek the man was incapacitated. The nurses paid a trip to the morgue to check out the deceased patient's pocket rocket, where they slowly unzipped the body bag to view the trouser snake of the former patient of the hospital. <laughs> the Denver Police Department opted not to press charges, and there was no word if rigor mortis had set in. That's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away. Oh, he, he, I knew he was the perfect person for the asylum segment. How is that perfect at all? Yeah. <laughs> Notice the, the different ways that he said the same thing the trouser snake, the different things. It's pretty funny. To skillet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what like, I think of when I, I think, think of you, Barry. I think of skill. <laughs> you would have liked it better if he didn't mention your name. 
then you would have thought it was a funny thing. But he, he did, turned you right off at the beginning and went right for the throat. Yeah. <laughs> Always go for the jugular. The jugular. Is that another word for it? No. No. <laughs> okay, so what are we thinking of this? Aladino. Um, what, this was the Robusto? The Robusto, the 5 by 50 correct. Yeah. $10 retail. I know you're looking at a $10 retail Robusto. You say, wow, that's a lot of money. Please try one. Please try one because it's really a unique taste. It's a long finish. Yeah. Not unpleasant. No. Long finish. Good. Very good. The it's smoky component, now that we're beyond the, I'm beyond the halfway mark, you're close to it. Yeah. But that smoky component is becoming even more prevalent. Uh, a little bit less of the sweetness, a little bit less of the salty, more smoke for me. This is a throwback to what got me interested in cigars. Yeah. You know, I started out like most people with something mild like Macadoodle. Yeah. And then I worked my way up. But this, the original Camacho was the cigar that really got me into the hobby. It, it was this the, is a throwback. It was the one, I think, that took people into wanting full body because it was so, so into people into mild cigars. First off, going through the cigar boom, everything seemed to be mild because everything was rushed through and they're not going to, you know, have, have leave it on the plant for a long period of time, go through fermenting for a long period of time. Everything uh, was like that. But then... People started making full-bodied cigars, and they by, by no means were the first people to do it. But the way people were making full-bodied cigars were they were actually making raw cigars, under-fermented. So that, that taste was looked upon as, this is really full-bodied. Now, it was very strong, but it wasn't fermented and full-flavored. And also a different thing, because you're, I'm afraid that you're going to confuse people when you say full-bodied. This is not a strong cigar nicotine wise no, it's medium strength you're at f a five out of ten yep. but as far as the body goes if you were to compare a white wine to a red wine the white wine's going to be lighter and fruitier and then you're going to have earthier richer notes from a red wine and this is the red wine this is full flavor full body on the mouth on the mouth feel nine to ten on, on full flavor yes 100%. absolutely yeah 100%. but strength wise you're looking at five yeah. out of ten. Two different, two different components which is, there. Which is what I like the most. I want full flavor. Yes. I can't stand a very strong cigar. I don't want to be smoking air. Yeah. I want, I want, to, I want full palate engagement, but I just don't want a strong cigar, nicotine-wise. Yeah. So I think this is it. So, uh, all right. I'm looking at, uh, I know we're going to go to a coffee break. Oh, yeah. So the, our break going into the next hour, we had started off with, and we tried playing around with little snack segments and things. Then we went on diets. Yes. And Two out of three ain't bad. Yep. And now we're in a cafe, so each time we go to break, it's going to become the coffee break of it. And Which I like better. Yep. There's no uh, calories in coffee. But, but we're going to double dip this we're time. We're going to double dip. This time we do have a snack. We actually have two different snacks, mm -hmm. so we're going to do a little tasting of the two limited releases, only because there's a limited release out there. You're saying we like you got a mouse in your pocket. Mm -hmm. I ain't eating them. I'm really? not doing it. I'm sticking true to my eating plan because I just brought a suit in to have it tailored, and I had them tailor it a little too small on purpose. I, don't I think, have goals. I don't think too little, small, little tastes. That's them. what everybody says. The next thing you, you know. You can't you, do two. You got to yeah, do a whole row. Yeah, you do the row. It just row. can't. Whole row. <laughs> and I feel legit because the. Box, the bags, boxes are smaller. They used to be longer. They are smaller. So aren't you, they? The, the they're row, half the size. Yeah, they, 
They're but actually half the size. But that's because they knew everybody was eating the row, so they tried to do the conscientious thing by reducing the size. I don't think. I think they're probably charging the same for them too. Yeah. But more. the interesting thing is the different cal. They're the same brand. They have different flavors and they're different calorie counts. So I want to know which one is the more calories. Now you would have had me if you had the original. Yeah. I would have tried if you had well, the original. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the original. As am I. The original, the original, or the double stuffed? Nope. No, I like I like a double stuffed every now and then, but doesn't some, surprise me when I get. <laughs> I did walk into that. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I had it coming. I had it coming. <laughs> All right. Well, we got coming as a break. So let's go to break. And when we come back, it's going to be a coffee break with a snack. We're going to find out what's up in the cigar world because Barry's got it and what's coming up on the Cigar Authority because I have it. And we're going to return in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar age to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. 
Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at better cigar shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. 
This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our composure. With your host. Come on, Diablo. David Garofalo. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Did we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage located at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And before we light up, we're going to take a coffee break and a little snack. Don't have that disgusting look on your face. I'm not having a snack. I'm so excited. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Sean the Barista is here. And while he comes up, you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the top ten educational podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world, cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on the Cigar Authority. Com. Okay, we'll cleanse our palate with this coffee. Do you know the coffee? This is the Brazilian done pour-over style, which is 40 grams of coffee, and uh, 420 grams of water are poured over. you got a 30-second bloom to allow the coffee to uh, get damp with the water, and then you pour it over in about 2 minutes and 15 seconds, allowing for a 3-minute steep time, and then it, whether it's completely drained or not, it gets removed. Yeah. And you have close to 420 grams of coffee at the end. This is a science, folks. He's not even kidding when he says this. So we tried it a little longer. We tried it a little shorter. Terrible both ways. Yes. Just like the overhumidified and underhumidified cigars, it's got to be done the exact way. So you get a little little bit of sweetness, like a dried cherry out of this, and just a subtle, subtle note of dark chocolate. Well, being being Brazilian, it's really smooth. Ah, I see where you went there. <laughs> it took me a second, actually. I didn't even get it until you said that. Ah. A little slow. So this is good, folks. It's still free, but maybe not next week. Now will be the time to try this. So is it, um, it's not an espresso roast. It is just a Brazilian this pour-over This is Brazilian, and it is, it is done on uh, the bolder side, so it is a slightly darker roast done uh, to the second crack, I believe. Yeah. Now, this would go perfect. If, if, you were, if you were to pick something to go with this, you would say... A cigar. Oreo, right? No. You would go with the Oreo. Obviously. Maybe the original Oreo. The original Oreo. None of this half-baked... Well, we'll see. This is the limited edition Oreo, and I, I've seen this. I saw a post on this the other day. I got very excited because it's uh, <laughs> two things I enjoy along with, with an Oreo which would be waffles and syrup. Do you like a waffle? I like a waffle. Syrup? I like maple real, syrup? real maple syrup, not that log cabin crap. Well, we don't know what this is. It just says well, It's log cabin. It's yeah. not real. This is Nabisco's limited edition waffles and syrup Oreo. And Get in my belly! Absolutely, right? 
and not to take anything away from it because it is fall now. Fall is beginning in, in this area. It's apple picking time. So you're going to get the fresh apple. A little apples. premature for apple picking. Pretty close to time. A so little listen, premature. I'd like to see a pumpkin spice Oreo. Yeah? Oh, God. But listen, <laughs> this is the apple pie Oreo made with Graham cookie. Here's my uh, You like your I cigars like to taste like tobacco. Am I correct? And an Oreo to taste like an Oreo? You like your coffee to taste like coffee. Yes. Why would you want to not just eat the apple... Why would you want to have artificial apple flavoring? Who says artificial? Because it tastes better. Because it says it in huge <laughs> letters right on the end of that yeah. package. I'm not taking one. I'm taking two of each because I want to make sure I got this correct. Come on. I'm, I'm taking a whole row. You do whatever you got to do. We got <laughs> Save some for the audience because they got to do this. There you go, Barrett. Oh, wow. on, you're on portion control. Take the rest of the row. How about that? Jonathan, you got to have one. I'm not having any. Come on. Come on. You nope. Be a team player. I'm out. Oh, jeez. I don't know which one's which. Okay. You can crack it. Which one has the white? The white one is the waffle. Is the waffle. And the other one is the apple pie. Apple pie. So and hit. the apple pie cookie is a little bit darker. All right. I'm just going to hand these off to one of the ash holes. Which one are you going to do first? I am going to do the waffle first. Which is the white? Which is the white. Uh, I'd like to register a complaint with the <coughs> barista. Barry got <coughs> way more coffee than I did. He likes me better. Riveting radio. Doesn't take doesn't take much taste much different than an Oreo. No. You're it's, trying to trick me right now. I'm not buying it. It tastes like an Oreo. No. I expected more waffle and syrup. I thought it would be more mapley. Yep, it tastes like a vanilla cream Oreo. <sighs> Just can't wait to. How do you, this how do you say no to this? Easy. I have this thing called willpower, and I'm also disgusted by the idea that Dis somebody would take a perfectly good Oreo and add weird flavors to it. And you're both disappointed. I'm disappointed with it. I expected maple that I'm not getting. No, I expected also waffle, which I didn't get. Yeah, there's not a lot happening there. Nope. I might have to move along. The official cutting might be brought to you by Perdomo before these two jamokes <laughs> finish their Oreos. Oreo thin. Oreo thin. No, I usually stay. Is that a diet Oreo? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Gonna try it. All right. Now, if Best you could Oreo ever. The opposite of the double stuff. They went the other direction on there. I find that odd. If you if you were to take oh my god the minty Girl Scout cookie oh my god this apple one and phenomenal. put the Oreo filling in it that I'd be interested in. The apple is a home run and definitely has more calories. We which need a calorie one? count from our fact checkers in the audience. Is it the apple or is it the waffles and syrup? Right in the front. Oh right my, in the front. This is big riveting. <laughs> Two people with college degrees can't read the package. The waffle is more. The diet one because it is fruit and it's good for you. I give up. <laughs> the apple one. Not only is it fruit, it also has the graham cracker. The this graham, is just so you, you, you awesome. folks in the audience are getting a little window into my diet conversations with David when I'm trying to talk him out of eating something graham that he is not good apple. for him. Cinnamony. Mm -hmm. He what? makes the argument that graham crackers are a health food because it's made with honey, and that apple pie is good for you because it has apples in it. Correct. I agree. And what's the argument there? 
It's not they're, great. They're all laughing at you. It's of not great. It's true. I'm not saying that it's not delicious, but the reason that it's delicious is it's not great for you. Just saying. So what do you want? You want I want you to eat an you apple. Want delicious. I want you to eat an apple once in a while and not eat apple pie instead. It is you know, not a substitute. You're really very rigid about certain things. Yes, I am. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. People are going to be complaining I'm crunching in the thing. <coughs> oh, yeah. That somebody's going to fire off another mailbag. We don't care what you think. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll just talk about the cigar, and you guys can just keep filling your can, face. So can what you we're read my be, chicken scratch? What we're going to be smoking is the Rancho Luna. Comes to us from the JRE Tobacco, the maker of Aladino. It's described as a medium-bodied cigar available as a Maduro or a Habano, which we're smoking the Habano. Uh, the binder is Authentic Corojo, which is... Also. Also, thank you. In the filler... With Habano Seed Honduran Tobaccos, it's available in three sizes, ranging from 7 to $8. All right. Who says the apple over the waffle? Well, yeah, we got No, we got, we got two waffles back there and four, five, six, mm-hmm. six for the apple. But the waffle, wasn't a lot to it. I, don't, I, didn't, taste uh, maple. Yeah. I didn't taste maple syrup. Well, I mean, like you taste that, you say apple pie, right? Oh, you know, she we is, need, we she need is to a, pour some maple syrup over the cookie. Ah, I didn't know you cookie. could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> Can you do that? <sighs> is that allowed? <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was really good. <coughs> Call Nabisco. It's time to cut our cigar. Jason's upset that we had cookies and no ice cream. Mm. Trust me, Jason. These people do not need ways to add calories into their life. Start recommending apples in the chat box. Regular apples. We're going to, after this anniversary party's over, go right back into the healthy thing. You did good for me. You got me to the the party. I might get in the suit. I may fit in the suit. You're going to fit. Yeah. But right from now... It's stress time, and it's all bets are off. Right and now. we had a we had a visitor from our our good uh, and uh, recently passed friend Teddy. His wife yes. Marjorie came in and paid us a visit. So uh, carrot cake, not the greatest. You brought it to me. I did. Well, it was from Teddy. Yeah. It's uh, not the greatest way to get yourself prepared to be uh, funny and on uh, is to have a good cry good before cry. a show. But uh, <laughs> Teddy is certainly missed. Not will be missed. He is missed. Is missed. Uh, his presence was, uh, I mean, we rearranged the furniture in the seating area to make sure he could get his wheelchair through right. without it ever being a second thought. Yeah. Just, hey, we have to make sure he can do this. Uh, don't even get me started here. All right, let's give this a cut and light and see. I, I don't know if I've ever smoked this. I don't think i ever smoked a cigar. Have you did. ever smoked a cigar? I don't think this has ever been smoked. Anyway. By anyone. Ever. I don't know. Time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by... Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So the cold draw for me is water chestnuts, and I'm so embarrassed by that, I'm giving myself the crickets. There we go. So this is when we'd, we'd be asking Gusto about the cigar, because besides the... Gusto. Gusto. I can't like roll Julio, Justo. Justo. It's a J. I call Jorge Padron George, and he answers to it. 
Don't you? Well, what when do you he, call him? When he calls, and I go, who's calling? And he goes, George Padron. All right, because he's used to the gringo he's used to it, yes. But his dad would say, Jorge. Yes. I, I think I'm going to call him Jorge from now on, just to set a good example for you. Yeah? What do you, but you call him George Padron. We did a show open one point, and it was Jorge Padron. We said it. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I, I go back and forth. No, you like really don't. <laughs> no, if I'm with... Wait, Once you have something in your head, that's it. There's if, no reprogramming. If I'm with his father and his father called him that, and then I say something, and then I, I'd go back to what the other person did, I think. Water chestnuts. Not bad, Barry. Not bad. Yeah? So we're going to light Makes our cigar more wrong. with uh, the Lotus Duke. Retails for sixty nine ninety nine, and uh, not everyone likes a bullet punch. Like you don't, you don't care for the I bullet don't like punch. It. This has a full sized flip like out. Have, I like it being on there for emergencies, rather than nothing. Well, you don't need an emergency because you got a legit sixty four ring gauge cutter on the back and a tray to catch all of the schmuckus that flies off the cigar when you do make. Let's take the term, folks. Schmuckus. You got uh, single action on the light, so as soon as you pull the lever down, the lid opens, and all three jets. Come to life, fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. This is the Lotus Duke, sixty nine ninety nine. Well, more flavor than I thought this was going to have. Yeah, this is no joke. No, it's not. This is a low price cigar, right? Seven to eight dollars. Oh yeah. So a few bucks cheaper. Not really a big fan of the band, which has a smoking uh, wolf. Why? I don't know. It looks. Wolfie? That's Bundlesque. That's Axe Husto. Yeah. Why is uh, there a wolf on this band? Oh, he's not here. We can't oh. ask him. Mm. Yeah, it's got a little... Um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's even going to hit Miami. This is a farce. This was a farce. It's good for ratings. I'm, I'm hoping that it's a farce. We'll see. As, oh. li- as the, the majority of people wait till Monday to listen mm. to the show are like, wow, was he wrong? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> as of 1 o'clock, it still hasn't turned. But my father-in-law just got evacuated out of Bradenton, which is mm. lives in Fort Myers, got evacuated out of Fort Myers, went up to friends in Bradenton, and the police just came on their door and told them they have to get out. Wow. Bradenton, which is probably an hour south of Tampa. Yes, and an hour north of Fort Myers. Okay. So it's that far up. Right. Now they're saying that's going to be... Well, the further it goes west, then it comes around, it's going to go the higher it's going to go Correct. up if, if it turns. Correct. You know the anise cookies that have the frosting on them, the round ones? Of course. I love you those. You know those, yep. right? Now, you, there's Big two, fan. Big there's, fan. There's a couple ways to eat that. You can go full on in and eat half the cookie. Yeah. Or you can just nibble the edge where you have a little more frosting to cookie ratio. I'm with you. All right. So that's what this is right off the bat, right when you lit. It's that anise cookie with more frosting than cookie. So you eat that, but you won't eat the limited edition Oreo. If I'm allowing myself a cheat meal, which this is not, yes. then yes, I would have an anise cookie, especially if your mom made it. Yeah. How am I going to say no to her? All right. Angela. But not Nabisco. Not Nabisco. So. I, have, I have no allegiance to Nabisco. Although pairs, I am a fan of the regular, the regular Oreo. This cigar pairs really well with the coffee. I, I, do I would know. I drank all my <laughs> coffee because the barista poured it all into yours. I drank all mine, too. All right, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. 
voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. Well, as Hurricane Irene is about to make landfill, not Irene, it's, it's Irma. Hurricane Irma is about to make landfall in Florida. It appears that the storm caused minimal damage in the Dominican Republic in terms of the tobacco industry. While the brunt of the storm was felt in the north, life returned close to normal in Santiago and Tamboril, home of many factories with the airport in Santiago resuming operations less than 24 hours after the storm. So it looks like the Dominican Republic dodged a bullet. Yeah. Doesn't look like Cuba dodged one, so we'll see what happens um, in the coming days about that. Last week, IPCPR Vice President John Anderson testified before the Small Business Administration on behalf of the retailers across the country. His seven minutes of testimony highlighted the faulty economic review views and the potential for job loss tied into the FDA's deeming rule. And lastly, a few weeks ago, you might recall how irate I was that my hometown of Manchester, New Hampshire, passed a temporary six-month smoking ban in city parks under the guise of curbing drug use. This week, the city alderman voted to remove the temporary status from the smoking ban, making it an ongoing permanent ugh, cigar ban. Uh, next week, I'll be going to the po- polls and voting against the mayor and sitting all of them in at a local elections. And I invite you to do the same in your local municipalities. Support Cigar Rights of America at CigarRights.org. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses Grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is what's up? Now, John Anderson, he's the guy that owns Civil Lounge yes. in Washington, D.C. Yes. Yeah, he's the vice president now of IPCPR, and uh, three years from now, he'll become the president of it. We have um, uh, Ken Newman is our new president of IPCPR. And with all due respect to other cigar bar owners, if you haven't been to Civil Lounge, that is probably the best cigar bar in the country, in my opinion, or one of the top five at the least. Yeah, and say hi to Omar DeFrias when you're in there, because every time (laughs) I've gone in there, there's Omar, and you can't miss him because he's a giant of a man. Yes, he is. So, uh, uh, speaking of uh, Cigar Rights of America, Glenn Loop, who's the president of Cigar Rights of America, he'll be joining us Wednesday night at the... uh, Two guys anniversary party. He's coming up there. They're going to have a little uh, booth to set up to hopefully, if you're not a member, and I got to imagine everyone who is a, a customer of Two Guys should should be a member of Cigar Rights of America. Thirty five dollar membership. Yep. I mean, how can you say no to it? Yeah, and you're getting two cigars as yeah. part of your membership, so it yeah. almost pays for itself. Sure. And in some municipalities, it does pay for, your, yeah. pay for itself. So uh, he'll be joining us. Also, uh, Reinhold, the uh, editor of Cigar Journal Magazine, will be joining nice. us. Nice. So, I'm looking forward to it. I've never met him. Yeah. Nice, nice Very man. Very nice. Nice man. Knows his cigar stuff, that's for sure. Uh, not just a writer, but knows his cigar. I've never seen him without a cigar, actually. Um, so it, it, this is a who's who. I mean, the cigar manufacturer there, but look around in the audience. You never know who you're going to end up seeing there. One year uh, when we did the dessert, we passed dessert out, and then uh, uh, you played a, um, 
a tune from uh, the Grateful Dead, if yeah. you remember, playing the Grateful Dead music starts playing. And I said, I hope everybody's enjoying their coffee. And the, the, co the coffee manufacturer was there that was uh, supplying the coffee. And then uh, I said, and um, here comes uh, the ice cream. And it was a big, uh, everybody got a big tray of ice cream, all different kinds. And I recited the kinds of different ice cream it was and introduced to everybody Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. Who, who got a standing ovation, by yes, the way. Yes, yes. As he should. And, and the people at his table, which was so funny because he was right in front, they were with him all night. Nobody knew, and everybody's smoking cigars with him and talking to him. And all of a sudden, I say, take a bow, Jerry. And Jerry stands up, and the, the faces of the people at the table that were with him all night, their eyes, oh, my God, it is him. Uh, you know, he looks like that guy from Ben and Jerry's. That's because he is him. He had said to me, uh, I said, Jerry, you know, Anybody you want to meet? And mm. he goes, I'm a big fan. I, he had just started smoking cigars seriously. Yeah. And he wanted to meet George Padron. So I said, I can make this happen in one second. I walk up to George and I go, you know Ben and Jerry's ice cream? He goes, yeah, huge fan. I go, Jerry from Ben and Jerry's wants to meet you. And he goes, tell him I want to meet him yeah. right now. And I put the two together. They talked for 20 minutes. Yep. And Jerry went down. He, he invited Jerry to go down and said, if you're ever in the Miami area, you got to come and, uh, you know, come to the office and whatever. And he said, are you kidding me? Let's schedule it. And I'm going to come down and I'm going to scoop ice cream for your entire staff. And they send the stuff in advance. And you got Jerry actually scooping ice cream in the, in, awesome. on the cones for you. So that ended up happening. It ended up happening. So uh, you, you don't know who's going to be there. A lot of the, the people, you know, I, I say to them when I'm there, do you want to be recognized or you want to be left alone? And, uh, you know, some of them say, yeah, I don't say nothing or anything. They, you know, they're there to have cigars and enjoy themselves and, and don't want to say it. But keep your eye open. If you go into it, keep mm. your eye open. Look around. It's a who's who. That uh, it is. going there. Also, another thing to look at is look in the parking lot at the automobiles that are there. Oh, my God. I mean, there's some cool stuff. For New England, I mean, this isn't like in Florida where you see these... Um, fancy uh, Maseratis and stuff that um, sure. are there all the time, but you end up seeing it. It's a big show-off thing. Pretty cool. So uh, looking in advance of upcoming shows, as I say next week, we'll give you a recap. We'll tell you what happened, who won, what we did, and we'll spill the beans on what's going to happen next year. And, you know, we, we talked earlier that somebody said, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. Everything after this show next week is kind of open, wide yeah. open, we got nothing, and that's because we have to give birth first, which is Wednesday, <laughs> that there's so much to go into this. Oh, it's crazy. That after that, I can get back to and, and start scheduling. This the is the first year where there's so, there's so much to do that we're going in the day before yeah. to get things set up. Yeah, so. yeah, we just booked a special guest before. We're not going to say who because we yeah. don't want to be copied. Um, yeah. Did I go there? Nah. Um, but we booked a special guest that will be really enjoyable. Yeah, so it'll fill up now. And if uh, if you're into cigars, you want to be on the Cigar Authority, give Barry a call, and uh, we'll see if we can get you in and, and where and when or something. It's always best if you actually come up uh, live because anything gets screwed up if we end up trying to, to Skype on and it gets a mess. So we'd certainly rather have you up here. Um, so that's that. Uh, right now it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the day. $2,000 to spend the day collecting dog poop left behind by bad owners. $2,000. And oh yeah, you have to use your bare hands. <laughs> I was in. 
going to use your bare hands. All you're day. spend the day. Yeah, because I'm going to bring you to the, the, the dog parks and, you know, all kinds of places that uh, I would be able to find that. Two grand. I could do it. I could do it. It's a lot of money. I'll pass. You know, unless it's fossilized and it's been sitting there for Plus, a month. You don't get to pick. He's just going to say yeah. you pick up that one, yeah, no. pick up that one. That one's still steaming. Pick that one up. No, I'll pass. Yeah, but you're, you're willing to pick up poop with your bare hands, but you won't eat an Oreo cookie. It's it's baffling, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I can't C- figure it out. Considering you bite your nails. What? What does bite, that have to do with anything? You bite your fingernails. So? So what if you're picking up poop all day? And I'll make sure that I've bitten my nails before I pick up yeah. the first row of poop. Yeah. Yeah, I'd do it. Two grand. Including the white ones, the dried white ones. Everything. everything. I'll mush them. Be like Play-Doh. For, for two thousand bucks, I'd do it all day too. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's one. I won't do most of these things, but I'd do that. You wouldn't do yeah. it. No. Just disgust you. Just disgust you. Don't, me. You don't have a dog. No, I have a cat. That's why you don't have a yeah. dog. I've because, had dogs because you poop my whole life. You pick them up, you, you know. But, yeah? yeah. You picked picked it up, right? Yeah, I had a pooper scooper that I didn't have to touch it. Yeah. No, you don't purposely touch it, but you. you take them for a walk and then you get the little plastic bag and you got to do it what's the difference well, i had this thing that was like a like a like a jaws yeah and you use the jaws and then you, you hit a button and it flipped it into a bag and it was all automated yeah all didn't right. touch the poop no i don't have a problem with it so this is interesting because i haven't had this before it's burning beautiful um rancho luna so luna is moon right mm-hmm. so this is the moon ranch Ah, that explains the wolf. He's howling at the, the moon. moon. Okay. Ah, you pick it up. There's a little bit. moon in the background. All right. Can you see? Crescent. If, if you turn the band around, it says something in the back on the band. I can't read long it. Long filler. Oh, long filler. Does that need to be said? Uh, yeah, it should be said. Yeah. Somebody tried passing off uh, mm. samples to us this week. As, uh, as a long fill premium cigar. You know little did you, they know, we you, take them apart. You know who check. you are. And that was bogus, man. That was not long filled. No, it was. A it was like sh- it was shorter filled than usual. Those were some small pieces. Yeah, it was not not good. All right, so what do you think? What do you think of the flavor of it? You got some flavor, some taste. I'm still picking up a little bit of that anise flavor, that licoricey kind of kind of taste, and the coating from that icing on those cookies. Not from that cookie. Not from the cookies we ate. I didn't eat those cookies. If, if there's one of those apple ones left, I urge you. It's a limited release. You're not going to be able to do it later on. I'm okay. I won't even lose sleep. You don't I'll know. Never, what... I'll never think about it again. It's not even talking. It's talking to you two. It's talking to me. I won't even think about it again. All right. I don't know. It's interesting. Is it possible I'm tasting apples and cinnamon? No. Barry, on the cigar itself? I, I got some in the canal, but I don't get any yeah? the, uh, apple. All right. We're going to go to break. When we come back, the classic three-way. And Mr. Jonathan's going to get debonair. we got some letters in the mailbox and more. We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to the Cigar Authority in the United Podcast Network. Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., 
And now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. 
the mild, buttery, smooth natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Raised in Cuba and steeped in the rich tradition of the Fernandez cigar legacy, AJ Fernandez produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, ensuring superior quality. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez Cigars de Nicaragua are managed under the watchful eye of A.J. Fernandez himself. Through a fusion of inherited techniques and learned patience, A.J. Fernandez filler tobaccos are grown from prized seeds which are proprietary only to the Fernandez family. Perhaps the most essential quality of the A.J. Fernandez line of cigars, such as New World, Enclave and Last Call, is the perspective and motivation of A.J. Fernandez, as well as the history of the Fernandez family. Enjoy the continuing legacy of A.J. Fernandez cigars. This is Jerry from Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage. Gentleman Jonathan is going to do it debonair style. We got a classic three-way, letters in the mailbox, and a lot more. We're smoking the Rancho Luna, that's the Moon Ranch, uh, from JRE Tobacco out of Honduras. I wonder if that's the name of their ranch. I don't believe so. It would be interesting if it was. It would make sense. It would yeah. be a full circle. Have you ever had uh, the bread that's in a can, the brown bread? Yes. This is if you put just a little little dusting of white pepper on the brown bread. Get it all toasty and good. That's what I'm picking up. Jonathan likes it in the can. Yeah, giggity. Remember the first time you had it in the can? I have no comment. <laughs> I gave you the one softball earlier. That's it? That's far it's going <coughs> to go? That's it. So uh, this this is Corojo, but it's not all Corojo. It's, it's kind a of little a bit of it and, and Habano. I, I, I choose the All Corojo. It's the All Corojo one is definitely better, and that's not taking anything away from this. It's a lower price product. Mm-hmm. There's less Corojo in it. It's like Corojo Light. Yeah, but it's it's not taking me back to what it was. The other one is just an amazing thing. I mean, it only because I I lived through it or whatever. Sure. Yeah, this is a little bit more pedestrian compared to the Aladino. Yeah. Which pedestrian? Yes. Look at you with your $64 word. Yes, pays to read the dictionary on the throne. There we go. On the throne. You worked for W.C. Fields, so it could work for me. Yeah, that's what he used to do? Yep. Okay. All right. While you're enjoying life till it's full, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Jonathan. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. Gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? This is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair provides its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. 
As a customer, you may find yourself caught in the retail thank you trap. Every job that interacts with the public has training that asks the staff to thank patrons for their patronage. At some point, you are bound to be in a conversation that seemed like it was over, but then it gets extended out of nowhere. Do not fall victim to the thank you trap. Let's say you're at the bank and you finished your transaction and the teller says, thanks for coming to our bank branch today, have a nice day. To which you reply, thank you, you as well, and begin to walk away but realize you have a question. Will this transaction post tonight or in the morning? She replies, first thing in the morning, is there anything I can else I can help you with? See, this conversation started back up, but it was over. That's the Columbo factor. Correct. Here we go. <laughs> and now there is an awkwardness because you have both been wished well and have thanked the other for doing so. Repeating these conversational pleasantries will seem forced and disingenuous. Remain calm and let's walk this conversation over the finish line like a pro. Your reply could be, no, there isn't, but there's always next week, which is a direct and well thought out response to her question, and you avoid the extra and unnecessary thank yous that could have followed. At this point, the conversation is really over, and you are free and clear to walk away like the genuine gentleman you have become. The question is, are you debonair or not? It's weird. I've been there. I've been there. So you don't want to be the guy who says thank you 37 times. No, because now it's the exit again, and we're, we're in retail, right? Yes. Okay. So it ends up, it's happened. There's no doubt about it. So how do, how do we end this again? And you start up with the, well, thank there's, you for coming in. Yeah, there's I already no, said it. There's no need for extra thank yous. Yeah, tough, tough. So uh, this is an interesting cigar. It is. It's, it's balanced. It, to me, it's just lacking that wow factor of the LED. I wish we smoked this first and then smoke that because this is not what that is. That is over the top, unbelievable, and this is a step down from right. over the top. That set the bar so yeah, high. So we could still have this and that. And that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked this better if I had it first is yes. the point. Yes. Because after you had that, there's no going back. That's the answer. Aladino is the answer. I should have, we should have did it the other way around. But Hindsight's you live and learn. Yeah. yeah, you live and learn. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's interesting. Uh, you got something in the mailbag? Yes, I do. There's a letter in your mailbox. Uh, the message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Sean writes, Dear Cigar Authority, Congratulations on the new studio and coffee house. As the perfectionist that I know you are, you are probably already working on the issue, but the coffee machine noise is distracting during the podcast. Ah. Good luck on adjusting the microphones to muffle the background noise and not accentuating Barry's breathing and coughing. You can hear that? Love you guys. And the, yeah, his breathing is ridiculous. Oh, the coffee. Yes. You, uh, you know what? I'm going to say it steams. it's not always the coffee because we had motorcycles ride by earlier. So if you think earlier you heard the coffee machine, it was actually a group of motorcycles. When, he's, when he gets by. the, so when he gets I, the steamer I, going. Now I'm going to listen to the show. When he gets um, the steamer on full blast, you can hear it in the background. I don't know. I, I don't find it all that distracting. Really? It is what it is. So sure. we're, in the, we're in a podcast studio. This is a live show. We're not in a soundproof booth. Yeah, now I'm a heavy breather. Sean, what are you wearing? Yeah. A little creepy, no? Yeah. Well, you, you could adjust your microphone to be pointed... Go a little higher and point it down at your mouth, and it'll catch less of that 
nasal drive that you have going on. Let's try it. Ah, right. there we go. Am I okay? You're good. All You're right. good. So, uh, <clears throat> Patriots were on. I was thinking of our friend Chuck, Chuck. Morrison. Yeah. yeah. started, and the, se- the New England Patriots season started without Chuck Morrison. It did not start well. Actually, I thought it started phenomenally. Well, they, yeah, I Because guess. the last three times that they've lost the first game of the year, they went on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, playing yeah. right into our plans. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure that that's what Belichick was hoping for is a loss. That the reading of the riot act in the locker room was an act. And have anybody heard from Chuck Morrison since? I reached out to him this week to see how he was doing and said life is great and he needs to get down here to the studio. All right. He knows we have a new studio? Yes, he does. He says it looks great. He actually complimented me on the production levels, Ah. which is debonair Chuck for you. Yes, that's what he is anyway. So I'd love to love to see him come back. This whole thing started with him of we're going to end up doing this and here's the next step of what it is. And he chimed in and we talked about it and then uh, life happened. Life happened. So we lost As it Chuck. often does. As it often does. So uh, let's go to, uh, let's bring Sean up because Sean's here and we have a spot for him because we have no uh, guests so we can actually bring Sean up. And um, he is our reigning champion. Yep. Am I right? And, and I'm glad he got dressed for the occasion. I did. <laughs> yeah, when's he getting his jacket? It's, it's like you have to win more than just a couple in a row, Sean, to, to, to win the jacket. Get your jacket. So we should interview Sean a little bit for uh, people to listen. And Sean's a, a guy in the audience. He brings cookies. He's a, he's a very debonair. He's my gentleman. nemesis when it comes to getting you to lose weight. Yes, he is. yes, he is. Yes, I'm he is. like, Sean, can you please cut out the confections? Bring what vegetables. Does, what does Sean do? Does he work in a bakery? No. No, no I work for a uh, CPA firm. I do the uh, IT support work. Yeah. So he also chimes in from time yes, to time with computer stuff, when, when, helping us along the way. When we're crashing and burning right from the audience, he jumps in and ends up saying Helps that. talk you off the ledge. So how long have you been listening to the Cigar Authority? Two years. Yeah? My apologies. Yes. Sorry, you've had to listen That's to a, this. It's all right. And you, you listened to it, and then you said, oh, they broadcast live. Let me start showing up. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. yeah. I okay. came in, and I said, is that where they do the show? And Jess, I think, said, go on up. I would say for an audience member, um, you probably hold the record for coming in the most, and thank you for doing it. For a live audience member. Yeah, yeah, a live audience member. we got Rudy out there that's yelling right now. Live, we're talking, Rudy. <laughs> You're out there uh, as our champion, there's no doubt about it. I think uh, Rudy missed the show when he was up. He did. He never actually saw the show live, and he, he flew in, came to the anniversary party. Yes, he did. It wasn't last year, right? It was no, 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 a year prior. year yeah. prior to that? 30th anniversary. Um, so that, that's interesting anyway. So, uh, yeah, we need you to jump in and say uh, you want to jump in. The answer is yes, so it's awesome that, that, uh, that you do that. Um, and uh, thank you for doing that. But you are our champion, so these guys are going to try to beat you right now. So right now, this classic day in classic <coughs> history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste. 
the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, and as a way so that Jonathan would say you cheated, in other words, doing homework and actually studying for something, I don't know if you caught it last week, we threw some questions in that wasn't directly a birthday, but something in history. Oh. So that's what I did again. Okay. So That's the little table talk right there. They talk to each other beforehand so that Sean knows which memory bank to go to <laughs> to pull up the I'm, facts. I'm talking to you, too. Do you, do you have a pen for Sean, or you want him to... Yeah, ju- I'll just uh, look at my watch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's going to go to you, Sean. We're going to start off. Dick Tracy over here. It's like Dick Tracy over here. Yeah, he's got the answers there? No. No, no, I'm not like the computer screen on his uh, watch there. All right, so it's going to go to you, Sean, first, and we'll work its way down. uh, Closest without going over in the year, if you get the year exact. And we've seen you do it many times. You get two points. Good luck with this one. Today, September 9th, Orville Wright makes his first one-hour airplane flight from Fort Myers, Virginia. Today, what year? Orville Wright. First one-hour airplane flight, the first ever, was today, what year? I'll, let's say 1908. 1908, he says. 1897. 1897. 1894. 1894. Somebody has two points. Sean. Two points. Are you serious? Nineteen oh eight. Is it? Is it on your watch? This no, is Rick. it's not. The hell is this? It's my shopping he's, list. He's 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 right beside you. He has no idea. He is unbelievable. Unbelievable, right? Two points. How do you do it exact, Barry? Did you email them to him? Nothing. This is more fixed than when Chuck Morrison won. Absolutely <laughs> not. First use of the TV laugh track was by the Hank. McCoon show in the U.S. today. What year? The first use of the TV laugh track. 1952. 52. 1960. 60. 1950. 1950. Somebody has two points. Sean, get out. Two points. He doesn't even believe it. This is some BS right now. This is some BS. Can I put something over here to show you the answers? Look at Unbelievable. It's not going to show up on the screen, but here it is here. It's unbelievable. There's some Rain Man shit going on here. (laughs) Mr. Jonathan, Elvis Presley appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show for the first time today. What year? Elvis Presley on the Ed Sullivan Show for the first time. What year? Nineteen fifty-five. Fifty-five. Me? Yep. Uh, jeez. Uh, let's say fifty-three. Fifty-three. Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. I was going to change it to fifty-three. Just so you can get two points. Yeah. 
Nobody got two points. No. One point for Mr. Jonathan. One Boom, point for Mr. Finally. He says 55, it was 56. Okay, this is going over to who? This is over to Sean again. Sandy Koufax pitches his fourth no-hitter, a perfect game, versus the Cubs, one to zero today. What year? Sandy Koufax pitches his fourth no-hitter and a perfect game versus the Cubs. That's football or is that hockey? Oh, God. oh here we go. Another uh, two points coming down the pipeline, <laughs> baby. got a shot here. I, I Sandy Koufax have, let's, baseball. Let's say 68. 68. I think he was retired by 68. I don't. I'm going to go 65. 65. I don't follow golf. I'm going to go 1997. 97. <laughs> Somebody has two points. Barry Stein, two points, 65. 65. As long as I finish ahead of Jonathan, I'm okay. So it's looking interesting. I got two questions left. We have Sean at four points. Mr. Jonathan at one. Barry at two. This goes over this to... This is some WWE stuff. The two of them are in cahoots <laughs> somehow. To make this storyline work so Sean can stay the champion. <clears throat> this goes to... Dave Lou Albano and uh, Sean Jonathan Lopa. This is to Barry. Oh, thanks. There's two questions left. That's it. So, uh, Mr. Jonathan. You Barry's up. Barry's up? I'm up. Barry's Sean. John Lennon and Yoko Ono appear on the Dick Cavett Show, ABC TV, as John Lennon releases his Imagine album today. What Nin year? 1973. 73. 67. 67. 72. 72. Mr. Jonathan got the point at 67, and the Beatles were still together at the time. How ridiculous, but it was 71. Mr. Jonathan, you get a point, but you don't deserve it. <sighs> oh, I deserve it. You don't deserve it. Barry, two points. Mr. Jonathan, two points. Sean, four points. Who has now backed off to make it not so obvious that they're cheating. That's the plan. You need two points to tie him. Nobody can dethrone him. I only have one question left. And it goes to Sean. Jonathan. Goes to me. How is this possible? Because Barry was, in it, was last. Okay. Mike Tyson was indicted for rape. The rape of Desiree Washington. Today. What year? 1992. 92. Uh, I'll say 1990, 1989. 89. 1991. 91. Somebody has two points and has tied Sean Ooh. Barry Stein. Very well done. I'll take sports all day, every day. Here we go. So, Sean is still our champion. So, congratulations. All right. We'll try that again. Sean is, uh, stay right where Just you are. Give him the friggin' crown for crying out loud. Isn't it? crazy of the two pointers so what do you do to prepare for this nothing nothing because you don't even know you're going to be on well i know i'm going to be on but so do you, because you work in an accounting firm and numbers are there is there anything rubbing off on you are you a numbers guy no i hate numbers yeah are, are you a historian <laughs> do you uh study i dabble it? in it yeah okay because it's pretty amazing i mean it's almost fake i swear to god everybody this is it i write these things up Weeks beforehand, so I don't even remember what they are myself, and uh, that's what it is. So. I call BS. It isn't. It isn't. And I changed it up so that he couldn't do the uh, cheating look thing? up the birthdays. Cheating. <laughs> Studying is not cheating. 
Like when you were in school, after, after you ended up doing good on a test, they said, you cheated, you studied for this test. <laughs> it's not cheating. I don't think I've ever studied for a test in my life. Explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and this has already happened, but this is some important information. Uh, and I will say that I respond to every single email that comes in so that you know that I got it. If I don't respond, something happened with the spam filter. So this got lost in the spam filter is why I wasn't able to respond sooner. Uh, is this the response or you respond no, regularly? This is Bob's email. No, but when you say you respond to every email. I respond, I reply from my phone and say I got it and I answer their question because it, who knows how many weeks it's going to be before yeah. it gets on the or air. Or if it ends up tied with, you know, exactly. 10 people ask the same question. I check if it's a legitimate email address as well. That's another thing that you know, I like to do. He thinks I write the emails. Because yeah. you do. <laughs> Uh, so my son and I are avid Cigar Authority listeners and participate in the Cigar Authority care package. I am riding up and back with my son from Central PA to Portland, Maine on Monday. Coming back Tuesday. This happened this past week. Oh, what a shame. Uh, we want to make a detour on the way back and visit one of the stores. Oh. If we can only go to one, which would you recommend? Which store? Is there a chance David, Jonathan, etc.? That's who Barry is. I'm a uh, Maybe <laughs> present at. Thanks. Signed, Bob. And he made it. He made the right choice. He came to Salem. Oh, he did. I yeah. saw okay. him. Shook his hand. You, uh, nice, nice it, man. And you said, I never got your thing. I didn't. Uh, well, he didn't tell me then that he had emailed. So uh, I'm saying now, Bob, I know you're listening. Sorry, I didn't get it. It was in my spam folder. I found it after the fact. Did you take him up to the studio? Did you show him the place? Showed him around. Yep. All right. Good. Offered to let him take his picture Good. up here. Sorry he about that. Sorry about that. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're really together besides Saturday that all of us are together. Correct. Very rare. Really, rarely. This Wednesday yeah. we'll all be together. Wednesday night. Correct. Yeah. But there are no tickets left. There's 100 people on a waiting list, and there are no tickets. Biggest waiting list I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, there's no way. So the time to do it is the first Saturday in May. It's no joke. Put That's it on your it. calendar. Yeah. It's going to sell out in hours, so, not days. Take the uh, pilgrimage up to New Hampshire and get in line like everybody else. Um, that's the, the only way to do it. So uh, that's it. Ready to call it a quit? Okay. Next week, we're going to give you details on the cigar dinner. Um, a cigar dinner like no other. Who showed up? Who didn't show up? Um, how did this crazy idea that Barry came up with <laughs> work out? It's almost Unless, of course, it goes fail. really good. Then it was me. He's no. starting to divert just yes. in case it fails. It, it, it is wacko. It is. Right? I think a lot of people are going to be upset in the beginning, but once they start laughing, they'll say, all right, this wasn't that bad. So yeah. you're not wearing pants? No, I'm going to go commando. Okay. Oh, no. So uh, we're going to give you the details on Two Guys Smoke Shop's 32nd anniversary party, which... Uh, if it goes terribly wrong, you'll see it on social media. If it goes good, maybe not. If it goes I, wrong, I won't be here next week. We have the new Cigar Journal magazine that has just hit. Um, we'll uh, talk about that. The Cigar Trophy Awards, the nominees have been uh, passed out, and uh, we'll find out exactly who uh, is, is uh, going to be uh, the nominees for the championship. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the past two hours... Which is probably true. 100% true today. (laughs) Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.